I've gotten to know my next guest because uh, he came to work at uh, TV20, was the weekend sports anchor. He is now the sports director at TV20 WCJB. Jake Ronghold joins us now. Jake, what's up, man? How are you? How you doing, Steve? It is so good to be on here, man. This is awesome. Good to have you. By the way, I saw your NFL picks last night. Uh, for those who didn't <laughs> see him, to tell tell us because I just had Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus on. So give us your give us your picks here. Well, where do you want to start with here? I mean, do you want to start with the North? Or yeah, the whatever. North you, North the or? ones you did last night. Let's start with that. What? The picks you did last night on the show. I did last night on the show. Well, I went with the division. I started off with the uh, Detroit Lions. I mean, we got them playing tonight, so I got them winning the North. So even against my beloved Packers. I was just going to say you went against your Packers. Okay. Yes, I went against my Packers. I'm a realist, (laughs) and I'm also unbiased when it comes to my football team. So I understand this is a brand-new quarterback. This is a historically young roster, and I really love what I'm seeing from Dan Campbell and company. He's one of my favorite coaches in the NFL. I'm also going to go with the Niners in the West. I think Brock Purdy getting Nick Bosa in that $170 million deal, that's going to help. Uh, Eagles, look, there was no team that was more salty over that loss to the Chiefs than the Philadelphia Eagles. They want to get back to the Super Bowl. They're going to, and I think Jalen Hurts will also be the MVP. In fact, they are, my super, they are going to be one of my Super Bowl uh, selections. I'm going to go with the Saints in the in the South. I went with the Seahawks, the Cowboys, and the Giants in my wild card. AFC, you know what? I got to, I got to stick with the Floridians here. I got to get the Dolphins in there. They're my wild card. I got the Jaguars winning the South. Uh, but I think that I think the team that people are really falling asleep on the Buffalo Bills because Sean McDermott is now taking defensive uh, plays now because Leslie Frazier took a year off. And he's a very good defensive mind. They really like him in Buffalo. This is the shot for them. Or you can even look at the Baltimore Ravens where they're going full kitchen sink, bringing in Todd Monken from Georgia, bringing in Odell Beckham Jr., drafting Dave Flowers. So, yeah, that's that's just some of my picks there for the NFL season. I'm ready for tonight. How about you? Yeah, I am too. I can tell you're ready. Yeah, I am too. It's, I mean, we've been <laughs> speculating and talking about what ifs, and it's just nice to you know be able to watch something and have it count. Uh, last week, obviously, uh, didn't go the way uh, for Florida the way that some of the fans wanted it to go. Uh, you get a home opener here, then Tennessee. Uh, I'm interested because, you know, when you do something like this, you sit here and people call and say six wins, seven wins, eight wins. What do you see with this Gator team? I see a, te- I see a team that has a bright future ahead. I mean, this is the first time probably since Urban Meyer where I looked at this and said, there's a culture building here. I mean, Billy Napier from the end of the Las Vegas Bowl to today has been recruiting his tail off, and it is why he has the number three recruiting class in 2024. It is why he is throwing out his freshmen out there, trying to get them as many reps. I mean, we are going to about to see a, see a true freshman and Eugene Wilson the third, he's going to get his start. I mean, you got Khalil, uh, you got the guy from Hawthorne, Khalil Jackson, and he has a little minor injury here, questionable. Doesn't matter. We got to get that freshman in there. So I like the way Napier is working with this roster because he actually gets to work with guys he recruited. Unlike last year when it was kind of a mix mixture of what Dan Mullen had 
and then also a Napier. This actually feels like the first year where I actually can get a good feel on what the future is for the Gators. And I really like how the players are responding. They're all in on this. There's no issue. They took responsibility. And even, you know, Napier just said, you know, what's your motivation? And every player had an answer during a team meeting. So I'm actually, I'm actually excited. I am optimistic. And I am curious to see on this. But, you know, fans got to be patient here because – if you want to have this, if you want to have this greatness back with Florida here, you got to see what like Florida State has been doing with Mike Norvell, or you can look at an example to what Miami is having right now: the carousel of coaches, the buyouts they've had to give out—two million dollars, nine million dollars. Just gave Mario Cristobal a ten-year, eight eight million a year contract. I don't know if you want to go down that road. So I think there is some time here and we should give that let's see how he does against McNeese state and then let's see how he competes against Tennessee going forward I mean we're not looking for you know championship here we're looking for something that makes you optimistic for next year when his five-star recruit DJ Lagway comes in if I'm wrong please call me out Steve. <laughs> uh, one of my uh, my buds here Tony who listens he said uh, we can call this segment hot takes with Jake Fine with me. How about that? That sounds pretty good. There you go, Tony. Thank you. I will take the hot take. Yeah. I will take the hot take. I will live by that. So, you know, one of the things. I got it. One of the things I know uh, TV20 has always done for years is cover high school sports. Uh, some terrific high school games coming up. You got sports overtime coming up on Friday. What are some of the games you'll be covering? Uh, some of the games we'll definitely be covering uh, with what happened with, uh, her, with uh, Adalia. Um, Swanee and Chiefland will be playing. Uh, Chiefland will actually be having their home ge- home opener. Uh, Swanee was not able to play last week. Chiefland came in, was helping out with Cedar Key and Horseshoe Beach and all that. So uh, we're going to have that game. We are also going to be covering, uh, this is a big one, 2-0 Eastside versus 2-0 Buellholtz. That's going to be a lot of fun. Two very good teams. Uh, Adrian Curtis went crazy against uh, Keystone Heights through five touchdowns. So you're going to have that. And you're also going to have Trace Johnson and the loaded crew that they got for Buholtz with, uh, you know, Miles Graham and Kendall Jackson, two UF commits. So we'll definitely be out for that one. Well, of course, we'll be out for Hawthorne when they play Parker uh, as well. And then we'll be doing Dixie County Bronson. We're going to head out to Vanguard. Uh, as well so yeah we're gonna be everywhere this weekend we're yeah looking forward to it sounds like it last question for you um sometimes early in the year you you don't get great matchups i was not shocked fsu beat lsu but maybe the way that they did it but i want to take a look at a couple of games this week that i'm keeping my eye how do you see alabama texas i see texas getting revenge Let's be honest, Texas should have won that game. Alabama should not have won that game last year. Texas, this is, the, this is their test to seeing what their future will be like in the SEC with Steve Sarkeesian. Did this defense actually improve? Can they get after Monroe? Because Monroe had a great game last week against a powder puff team. So now you're going to see a true test for Texas coming up. And I think they're going to be able to return the favor and get that win. So, but it's going to be a heck of a ball game. I can't wait. And then a couple of the other games that intrigued me in the SEC, Ole Miss and Tulane, and then A&M and Miami, uh, you know, both underachievers last year. I like A&M, 
and shaky pick for Ole Miss. What say you? I think it's a shaky one for Ole Miss, too. I, I don't buy into Lane Kiffin. I don't know what he's trying to create there, honestly. He has not rebuilt the defense. The offensive line has still been a problem. Let me know when a running game actually comes to life for them because I look at it as this way. I think Tulane is very buttoned up. They're very well coached. they got a lot of good talent on that team. And then you also look at Texas A&M. I mean, Jimbo Fisher is riding high on this quarterback that they have. And, yeah, I think uh, just like you said, I think A&M is that sneaky team that could be pretty good this year if their quarterback can uh, keep up. All right. Well, Jake, we'll have you back as the year progresses here. But I wanted, uh, for those who don't uh, are not from the area, uh, to introduce Jake because, as I said, Kevin previously was here. Uh, so we'll have him on from time to time and talk high school, college, pro, whatever else. And I know you're a big into the pros, so that'll be something we'll have a lot of fun with too. So appreciate, <laughs> you. appreciate your time, Jake, man. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Until next time. You got it. Thank you. Good.